Yeah, I don't want to steer. Uh. Hi, everybody. This is Anur Shaitan from Snappy Comedy Club, Gothenburg, Sweden. This is our uh, third podcast, and we have a comedy club here in Gothenburg on Kungsgatan 8. And every time we have a special headliner, we want to have a podcast with them. And today we have with us, all the way from Toronto, Canada, Jason Rouse. Hey, it's Hamilton, Canada. I'm sorry. It's very different. It's like me saying you're from Stockholm. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I really beg for an apology. I'm so sorry for it's that. All right. It's alright, it's an honest mistake. People always tend to name a city that's known to the rest of the world as a place of residence. Um, and Toronto is a, a known city in Canada. Yeah. It was Vancouver. Hamilton's not really known. It has a reputation in the country, but uh, outside of it, not so much. What does it have a reputation? Rep- 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 what is it known for? Uh, it's known for being a very uh, working class, steel town, mm-hmm. uh, you know, black eye, black eye and a hangover kind of mm-hmm. place. Rough, <laughs> rough as fuck. The, the, it's the uh, Glasgow of... Mm. of um, uh, Canada? Canada, yeah. Is it a Bay Area? Uh, we have, I think, the Lake Ontario is the largest freshwater lake in the world. But uh, the factories have over time have poisoned it, the water so much that the last time I swam in there about 20 years ago I got a horrible ear infection and ear infection? yeah it was pretty bad so I don't I haven't bothered with that lake in years so was that why you didn't pay attention in school? I didn't pay attention in school because it was boring to me I didn't have the the attention span to focus or to concentrate it was always very difficult for me and even to this day it is yeah, but um uh, yeah, school was never. Uh, my whole academic career was terrible. Okay. It was a mess. So we're here right now in uh, Sweden, in Gothenburg. It's not your first time. No, no. I've been. Uh, I've been Sweden. I've been coming over here for ages, and um, but I've been to Gothenburg. I think this is probably my fourth trip to mm-hmm. Gothenburg. Played your club last night, and then I did the Metal Town f- Festival last year. We did it together, actually. Yeah, we did that. That was a lot of fun. And then I had done a, a pub gig here, I think, for Egan at uh, yeah. uh, the Irish pub. But yeah, I love the city. It's one of my favorites. Uh, how come you love Gothenburg? Or Sweden in general? It just, there's a lot of... It, it reminds me of home, I think, more. Toronto would be Stockholm, and, uh, and Gothenburg would be Hamilton. But um, In size? No, more in, in the kind of attitudes and... Things are a little more, uh, of course, the Scandinavian attitudes are a little more docile and low-key in comparison to some of the fucking lunatics I've grown up with. But, um, yeah, it's just chill. It's chill. The seasons are relatively the same. Um, People have a a general respect for each other, and um, the standard of living is very Canadian. You know, the health... And um, food. You mean health insurance and hospital? Yeah, like you, you know, if you hurt yourself, you just go to the hospital and they'll fix you. And compared to what country? Well, the U.S. and numerous other places where you don't uh, have those kind of freedoms. And even though you're, I know you're heavily taxed out the ass here, <laughs> but you know why? It's, it's I like the system here that's in place. Yeah, I don't understand your drinking laws and stuff, but uh, what, what do you mean with that? 
Uh, that you, I see people lining up the liquor store like it's a third world country or something for food. <laughs> it's fucking weird, man. I first saw that. I'm like, what's that lineup? The food must be really good in there. It's a fucking liquor store. They're there to get booze. Yeah, but in Sweden we have a monopoly. I mean, the the government has a monopoly on selling booze, so you can only buy it from one place, and they only have a certain time of. Well, the this, this, the opening hours are very limited, certain. Yeah. yeah, very limited, and everybody in the country knows about the open hours, but. We have that in Canada. We actually have a, yeah. a separate, uh, it's called the beer store that sells just beer. And then there's the uh, uh, liquor store, which just sells hard liquor and some exotic beers and things like that. But uh, that, um, that, uh, yeah, fuck. Speaking of beer, I have a hangover. <laughs> yeah, you were really f oh, fucked yesterday last night. Yeah, Excuse the, the French. Show was, uh, we had, we had two shows, by the way, with Jason Rouse at Snappy Comedy Club because the first one was overfilled and the second one was almost overfilled too. And um, the first show, I wasn't there. It was great. It was a lot of fun. The second show, I just, I don't know, I lost the interest. There wasn't really, a, I couldn't have them together as a group. and Because um, people were sitting pretty separately. And yeah, there yeah. Was, you should have been there. <laughs> I, wasn't there I was not there on the second one because uh, Mr. Mr. Headliner here, <laughs> no, I was over in another city, too busy recording a movie. Making uh, but I thought they banned animal sex in Sweden. No, no, it, it went. Not it's le since 2013. It's legal now. So oh, it's back. Yeah, it's it's back. So I'm banging goats now. Goats. Yeah. That's weird. Why? You have one around your neck. Yeah, I know. I never bang a goat. Goats got personality. <laughs> uh, last night the guy said he'd fuck a chihuahua because he hated it. <laughs> Yeah, there was a guy actually saying that he fucked yeah. a chihuahua. Yeah. Have you ever fucked a chihuahua? No. Myself, I've fucked numerous times. And uh, no dudes to date. <laughs> and um, a few vaginas in there. Speak a little bit louder, please. <coughs> uh, so, Jason, for those that don't have Google, who are you? When did you start? And, uh, yeah, let's uh, begin with that. When did I start? I did my first show... I was born in Hamilton, but I moved to Vancouver, British Columbia in uh, 93, I think summer of 93, I moved to Vancouver and started over, and then June 20th, I think, June 20th, 1996, I did my first show. And uh, When I was eight years. <laughs> you were eight years old, yeah, I did my first show. How old were you? I was 25, I think, I think I just turned 25, yeah. and um, yeah, and then did my first gig, and that was it. I've I've been in it ever since, 100%. So, it's been a, it's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride. Cause you've been performing at some odd places like Middletown. You took me to Middletown. It was like yeah. a big metal festival, but all of a sudden a comedian comes in between, fucking Slayer and Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you've been performing in where? In Saudi Arabia? No. Uh, yeah. Uh, United Emirates, uh, Dubai, Doha, Bahrain, France. Uh, Indonesia? Uh, I did uh, a gig in Paris. I did... Um, South Africa? <laughs> South Africa, Hong Kong. <coughs> uh, Even Hong Kong? Hong Kong, uh, Slovenia, Croatia, Hungary. So the whole Balkan cities... Uh, Everything. I'm, I'm look at, I look at the... Uh, world uh, map? I have a big world map. Oh, I did it on my wall before my bitch left me. <laughs> my, I had this big picture in the mall, so I just started... No names with the bitch? Yeah. Yeah, I just started uh, marking... The, the pinpoints of countries I... Okay, how much English does this country know? Can I get away with doing a show in a, a place like... Uh, sl, sl, oh, excuse me. Sl, 
Slovenia. Yeah. And uh, I did, and it was great. How so? Were they, did they understand you in Slovenia and Croatia? Yeah, yeah, it was fine. They, um, they, I just had to be a little more conscious of my pronunciation. Yeah. And clear uh, with my speech. And the majority of it, I just did a TV show in Russia in February. Oh yeah, I saw that. With the they had like a pizza machine. Yeah, the pizza machine. That so was weird. fucking weird. It gave me. Get, please ex- describe what is a pizza machine. <laughs> it looks like a, a like a classic kind of pop machine, like yeah. where you get Coca Cola or whatever. Out of it. And um, but it, it makes a pizza and it makes the fucking worst pizza, man. It is, and <laughs> Did it you gave, eat it? Yeah, I ate. I was starving. Oh it, my it, god! The, the gig was horribly disorganized. I don't know what the fuck was going on. So I'm starving and. Um, they, uh, I'm dying for food. There's no food around. And uh, so they uh, said, well, there's a pizza. I see a guy come down the hallway with just this piece of cardboard with a pizza. I'm like, where did you get that? Yeah. And he goes, oh, the machine. I'm like, cool. I go over, and I'm looking at it, and I can't really see what the deal. They have, like, a little window where you can see where they mix the flour and stuff. You put your money in, and then a pizza comes out, and, like, too quickly. And you buy How long did it take? It took like seven minutes or something like that. <laughs> and, and not only that, but it made the dough and everything. And then it spread it out. It was all internal. It was really weird. And then I ate like half of it. Uh, I think there's some pictures of it on my Instagram. And Did you throw up? Uh, out my asshole. I was like fucking proper dirt snakes flying out of the old shit ring. <laughs> it was brutal, buddy. I held my ankles and just unloaded a hate crime of shit out of my ass. <laughs> there was like cigarette butts in it, old bolts, chicken bones. It was a Putin scrutin. It was a Putin When was the first time you came to Sweden? Oh, geez. I think that was in uh, 2007. I think it did the first gig at the Vampire Lounge in uh, Stockholm in uh, front of like 60 people. <laughs> that's a shitty gig well no there was no I was like the first English speaking comedian I think oh. to ever come over and do comedy so it was all kind of pioneering as it is still today you guys are still finding your way of running your businesses and uh, and putting this thing together and um, you came here 2006 the first time mm-hmm. and uh, did you move to Sweden or what, what was the deal because uh, I know it but For the rest of the listeners. I had a girlfriend here for quite some time, so I was commuting. She dumped Jason, by the way? Yeah, yeah, she dumped me. I guess she got her sight back or something. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so I was commuting between the U.S. and uh, Sweden and trying to make a relationship work. But my my job is is like a mistress. You know, it's very difficult to to um, maintain this lifestyle and my choices and have somebody else be a part of it it's it's a lot of sacrifices yeah you sacrifice a lot you know but uh, I really enjoy what this has brought to my life and uh, I've got some amazing friends and I got one hell of a story that maybe I'll tell one day yeah but your your comedy itself it's it's very it's very unique I would say it's very Stop looking at the hardcore chicks, the the rock chicks. We're we're having a podcast here, sir. Yeah, no, I can't help it. There's some fucking like women in this country are on another level. It's if you're <laughs> listening to this, come out. Especially if you like like really good looking girls that are into good music and um, and can fucking drink and fuck. It's f- great for my dick. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. 
Uh, speaking about your dick, how's your mom? My mom? <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, no. You're, you're doing jokes again. You're still trying that shit, huh? Oh. I'm fucking around with you, Jason. Um, your mother, has she ever been to your... I know it, but has your mother ever been to your stand-up show? Yeah, yeah. I have my mom come out maybe like once or twice a year if there's an event... In Hamilton? Uh, no, you know she's still in Hamilton. And um, but um, if there's something kind of nice, a uh, place that I'm doing a show or something, then I'll have her come down. But there's really not a lot in it for her except for her, her seeing her son having some joy and some success out of his career. Because it, it's 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 the opposite of um, her tastes in art or or nowhere anywhere near where this shit I spew on stage. So, but she's happy for me. So um, just a little background, if you want to talk about it. what what was what would you what was your mo mother working with and your father? Uh, what was my mother and father working with? My mother, uh, I think I was about four. My parents had split up, um, and my father was a uh, violent alcoholic. <laughs> and uh, anyway, yeah, they split up, and uh, then she raised two kids on her own and then remarried had a third child a guy turned out to be an asshole too and uh so my mom had like the toughest job in the world you know raising three children by herself and she's cool i love her yeah. um do you think that you're fulfilling her dream with being a comedian i think the only thing that she i have a suspicion that she kind of wishes I would have been married and had kids I don't really think that's in the page for me I don't think uh, uh, the girls the girls um, <clears throat> yeah I'd like to have somebody in my life but there's just no place right now can you see yourself having the normal uh, life what's normal but you know like a, a big a, a big station wagon a, a villa, like a house a dog yeah, two kids my, I would have my own version of that idealism but Was it, that, would that be on a graveyard I always wanted to buy a I, my dream actually is to buy an old uh, church in somewhere in Sweden and live in it and just do all kinds of fucking crazy Hunter you know, S. Thompson shit you know you can do that you can buy a church you can yeah. buy like an old church that's not in use You know, we have churches over here that are like 800 years or more old. You guys going to start paying more at the gigs and then I can buy that church and we can all have a party. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, let's change the venue yeah, then. Uh, <laughs> let's change to some other <laughs> bookers. <laughs> um, Compare to uh, a regular gig in Sweden. Well, What's the difference? Well, you're dealing with professional people. <laughs> For starters, not this fucking log cabin horse shit you guys are running around here. Uh, I've never met so many bumbling fools of in this fucking business, this end of it. Um, but uh, it's it's apples and oranges. Hollywood is not a real place. You know, it's not a uh, it's not a, um, uh, a it, it it has its own consciousness its own it's it, the matrix you know what i mean and the re rest of the world that does it but it's cool that there's uh, those places that you can uh, you're on stage with some of the best performers in the world you know who are the best performers in the world when you say that that's a matter of opinion you know there's the people that i'll get up out of the back of the room and go and watch but um 
not too many, unless something's horribly disastrous. Um, <coughs> like what? Like to somebody dying a horrible death on stage, I'll sit and revel, enjoy, revel in that. Yeah, um, or some just genius moments in some of the comics I like watching and. Comedians like Dane Cook, is that your cup of tea? Yeah, actually, you know, over the years, of Dane's uh, um, evolved and Dane's evolved, and uh, I like watching him. He has his moments and stuff, but it's it's all a matter of taste, you know. Yeah. It's like who's who's your favorite band? That's that's everybody's gonna have their own opinions and what have you. So, who's your favorite band? Who's my favorite band? I like a lot of different bands, but because um, you're a you're a black metal dude. I like black metal, and I like death metal, I like thrash metal, I like a lot of metal genres, various styles and what have you, but I also listen to, you know, atmospheric, electronic music, and uh, movie soundtracks, and, uh, and some a little bit of hip-hop here and there, I'll see some artists that kind of catch my eye. Who would that be in hip-hop culture? I really like uh, Mad Child from the Swollen Members, the stuff that he's been doing after what he's been through, he's just come out of a pretty heavy uh, drug thing he was addicted to uh, do, can you, do you relate to that um, yeah I relate to struggle you know I relate to people that are trying to better themselves you know under the circumstances and, uh, and, and rising to the occasion you know I've always had a, uh, a soft spot for the underdog and uh, do you consider yourself an underdog uh, in, in certain parts of my life sure you know But uh, I never use that as an excuse. That's uh, people that whine about and complain about what they're not getting or doing is uh, is just dead, dead weight. I don't like hearing it. Tell me your favorite quote. My favorite quote? Or something that inspires you, whatever, something that you like, like something that you would almost put a tattoo on. Oh, actually, I was going to do a Swedish words on me called better. Uh, it was in Svenska, but it was in translated. It was uh, better infamous than unknown. You know, Hildre, yeah, 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 Hildre, ökänd yeah. ökänd. I was going to do that, but um, it, the this, this session didn't work out. But yeah, that, uh, better infamous than unknown. I want to. You got to leave your mark, whether you uh, make a room of strangers laugh or you shoot up a school. That was awkward. No, not for me. <laughs> for you. <laughs> Would you shoot up a school to get infamous? No, I wouldn't. Is it is it important? Gun in the country. Pretty much like Sweden then? Yeah, yeah. Except in the ghettos? You must have ghettos too, though. Oh, sure. Is Hamilton ghetto-ish? Hamilton's pretty ghetto. But there's nice parts of it, you know? But there's there's also a lot of poverty and... Um, And, uh, Do you have homelessness in in Canada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're called people from Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, you have homelessness. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of homeless people. Downtown Hamilton is 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 kind of uh, rotten. A lot of the malls and stuff have pulled up all the business out of the uh, the city center. So it's be, it's become uh, dilapidated. Dilap dilapid. It's fucked. That's what I was getting at. It's fucked. It's fucked. Hmm. The worst gig you ever had in... Because you've been professional for 17 years, right? Mm. Uh, well, no, I started 17 years ago. I was starting to make a living about... After about four... Three and a half, four years. What was the big break? Because you were a skater while you were being a comedian too. Or was it before? 
There's been a series of breaks on various levels, but there's never a big break is like getting a development deal and being signed to a major motion picture or sitcom. That would be I can measured by the outside world would be a big break. If I did a Hollywood movie, that would be a big break. But For the outside world, yeah. But because um, not many people so know how hard it is to get to Laugh Factory, not many people understand that. Because you're not just going on Laugh Factory the first day, you the first night. You, you can't just you if as a comic, you can't just walk in there. You know, he's at the door, <laughs> screening. Who is he? Uh, Jamie Masada. <laughs> yeah, he's the door. It's not. It's not an open door policy. It's not a clubhouse. He's got a strict policy. He runs a tight ship, and uh, he's got one of the best clubs in the world. So, and he's uh, he's fucking weirdo. I love it. Personally, I love Jamie because you, you, and all the other comedians told me so much shit about Jamie. Like he's the hardest guy to talk with. He's the toughest guy. Like he's so tough to talk with. Yeah, but when I met him, he was like the biggest sweetheart against me. At yeah, least, well, if he likes you, you know. But you got to figure too. He's been dealing with a lot of fucking idiots for many so. years and stuff. Before so since seven, since seventy eight. Yeah, all the lunatics that thought they I'm gonna be the next Jim Carrey and. And uh, you don't well, fucking, you know, I'm sure he's been told off by numerous comics and people in the business, but uh, he, he's he's got a tight game there. And they're opening up more clubs, and uh, I like performing there at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's that called, show? The Naughty Show? No, no, they just have a series, like, there's, I don't know why, they have a system in place, but if somebody famous comes in, they bump and when it bumps it, it changes the format of the show so you just end up going on later or sometimes not at all but he'll keep the club open you know they had Chappelle there for like six hours and he did like a world record there right yeah I don't know what kind of record that was but um, like the longest gig yeah. ever yeah I don't know and then Dane Cook broke it broke but, it but there's a guy there was a, a, a friend of mine in, at the Edinburgh Festival that for charity he did a 24 hour stand up show so holy shit what was his name Uh, was it the fringe when I was there? Uh, young guy. Ah, oh, fuck! I can't remember his name now. In French. In French. Did Did he do it in French or in English? No, no, no. In, at the Fringe Festival, at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in Scotland, he had his own solo show, and he was one. I don't know if it was the one night or he was doing it every night. No, it must have been just the one night. He was doing the twenty-four hours, nonstop. He had some comedians come in as guests. So he could go to the bathroom or eat something quickly, and then he go back on stage. Could you do that? Hmm. I could talk shit. I'd have to kind of block out the uh, pinpoint what subject matters I was going to and what kind of timelines I was using. But sure, any fucking buddy go on stage, being funny for twenty four hours. Now there's going to be a lot of highs and lows in that, but um, it's possible. Why is there highs and lows in comedy? Is there highs and lows in a gig? If if you do a gig that's a thirty minute gig, do you have highs and lows? Well, yeah, you got to create a, a, a mood and uh, and stuff. You can't. It can't be all like gunfire. There's got to be a, a reload. You know what I mean? That's what I learned. Is you pacing pacing yourself? Because I used to come out, storm it, and then fucking. And then I ran out of gas <laughs> all the time, and then uh, I started to put my hour together and kind of bookend what I wanted to open with, what I wanted to close with, and create a, uh, a journey. You know. Speaking of uh, your shows, where do you get your material from? Because 
Yeah, your mother. Yeah, my mother. Okay, so besides speaking to old Persian lady with uh, rheumatism and arthritis and tax issues, <laughs> where do you get your material from? Uh, just anything that kind of comes my way that's a little offbeat and strange or something. I'll try and take taboos and, and make people feel guilty for what they're laughing at. So anything that has, that I see that people are like uh, not really... Um, comfortable with I'll try and find some humor in that are you anti-christian does it does it matter what does that mean it's like saying hate and Ronald McDonald no but because you have a cross upside down and you have the goat and you have the tattoos you look like the typical satanist really no shit um, I'm, I'm not a fan of organized religions on any level is there a specific reason for that yeah, I think it's a, it's a crutch. I can't hear you. You're you're a crutch for weak people. Because <clears throat> me myself, I I'm like you when it comes to religion. I don't trust nothing like that. I don't believe it. I don't support it. But I respect everybody that has it for themselves. If it works for you, then then you you know whatever you cult you want to be in, or then if it makes you a better person. But um, I I was had to go to church. For years, and I hated it. Who forced you? <laughs> uh, my mom used to bring me. She Catholic? Um, Protestant, I think. But I don't know. It's like fucking apples and oranges. I really don't care or about their politics and stuff. I just wish they'd stop banging kids. The Catholics or all religions? I think everybody should stop fucking kids. Even you? I've never had sex with a child. What's considered a child? What age is a child? Uh, I don't know, anything under 19. You never banged anything under 19? Today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking no. with you, Jason. No, but what, what I was asking about the religion is because you have some religious themes in your uh, material, in your I'm, hours. I am very... Um, I love it. Like the Because uh, the, the thing is, I have some Christian friends, hate, they hate you. Yeah. They're like super Christian, like Catholics and Orthodox, and they're like, no, fuck that Cause guy. Because they're stupid. Yeah, because they point. they believe in the guy in the clouds and whatever. Anybody who knows me, I'm like easygoing, polite, good person. Yeah, I know that. But so if, if, if I see you on... Judgment. On me, but if somebody sees somebody you on stage, they're going to think something else. Well, if it's on stage for Christ. It's called a stage. It's yeah. theater, for fuck's sakes. I never went up to Kevin Spacey and said, hey... I didn't really like the fact that you killed all those people in Seven. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's an act. It's all an extension of my own psychosis. Yeah. We're going to get going very soon. It's. Uh, yeah, we should go. I want to get some phone credit. How much time do we do here? Uh, we, can, we can finish the rest of this on Skype if you want. Oh, fine. We're just going to fuck this it, up huh? on, Fuck uh, this yeah. shit. Fuck this fuck shit. This it's shit. only Jason Rouse. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Um, um, what... The shittiest gig for you, where was it? And why was it shitty? Last night, the second show. <laughs> was it? Seriously? No, nah, it was not. Shittiest well, gig, I don't know. I don't think... Uh, it's not a... Uh, I don't really take it that personal anymore, you know. It's not a... Um, Did you do that in the beginning? Did you take it personal? Sure, I put a lot... Because... Of, I invested a lot into it, you know. It was my dream and stuff. And then I realized not everyone's going to like what you do, you know. And I can, I can live with that. Not everyone has to like you. There's a lot of people on this planet... And not everybody's going to roll out the red carpet for you. Are you crying? <laughs> no. Do you want to see a castle? Lick your lips. <laughs> okay, wait.
Okay, now it's gross. <laughs> Before it was just sexy, but now it's gross. I knew Shiria. He it was at his place uh, in the Middle summer. For yeah, for Middletown. And then uh, he gets me, just turns around out of the blue and asked me if I wanted to see a castle and then licked his lips. And I just say, what the fuck is going it, on? It wasn't really like that. We were staying in my house. Uh, we were walking around every day, and I was showing you stuff in Gothenburg. And there was a castle I wanted to show you. And while I was wanna, while I was asking you, what I was going to ask you, do you want to see a castle? I happened to have dry lips, I understand so that. I had to lick my lips, and but for the, no the, other reason. And now the whole iTunes notice uh, all came together and just made it real creepy. It was like you were going to take me in the basement and beat me with a pipe in the castle, and then have dogs pee on me or something. I don't need to beat you with a pipe. No, oh, no, you just strangle me. Yeah. But is this your fantasy or my fantasy now? I guess we can mix it together. Okay, so a pipe strangling. <laughs> Are you going to beat me first and then strangle me or strangle me and beat me while I'm unconscious? Um, it's more fun to do when you're unconscious because you won't feel it and then you wake up and you have massive pain and you pass yeah, out by yeah, yourself. Yeah. And you shit yourself too. You could. I will. <laughs> but that's, my, that's my go-to. That means I'm tired of dying. When I shit do, myself. Do you, um, you, you really wanted me to show you a choke. Because I do martial I've been doing martial arts my whole life. Uh -huh. You wanted me to show you a choke. Yeah, with rear uh, naked choke. Rear naked yeah. choke. How come you wanted me to show, show that? Have you, ever end, have you ever ended up in a fight? Like, do you fight often? I had my last experience. I broke this bone here and had two uh, pins. The, the smallest finger on the yeah, hand. Yeah, the I little mean, finger? Yeah, on the outside. So <clears throat> my hands weren't... The knuckle. No, just this bone right here just snapped. Oh. And uh, but uh, I wanted to learn how to subdue somebody without her injuring myself or yeah. or uh, them, and and because it is illegal to kill people still. But yeah, you strangle somebody unconscious. But it is still dangerous to choke somebody out. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's not good for the brain to lose the totally. oxygen, and yeah, it depends on how if they if they wake up and how long will you choke them yeah. for. I would just get get them into to know, put them in a position of fear, and let them know who's boss. And then, like, take off my pants and my... I did one thing uh, at my friend's bachelor party. I think you're going to like this. Uh, his, uh, his, his... You ate out the hooker? No, no, I... I like that. Yeah, I, I know, I know. You, you told that to my mother for some weird reason. Mm. But um, it was his bachelor party, right? He's one of my closest friends. He's uh, to-be brothers-in-law. Well, it's his brothers-in-law right now. We're going to go soon. Uh, his brothers-in-law called me and they say, "Hey, we know that you have a dojo. You have a martial arts studio. Let's uh, go there and t and like put something in front of his eyes so we can't see and tell him that he's gonna meet a stripper. And when he opens his eyes, you're gonna just go banana apeshit crazy on him with MMA." So oh, I did. Strangled him. Yeah, and every time he tapped out, he had to take a shot of tequila. Oh really? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty funny actually. Yeah. He did. So he had three, three rounds uh, and five minutes each, and he tapped out like the first round was like 14 shots. Jesus, is he a strong guy or? Uh, no, he's he's the sweetest guy ever. Like, okay, he's he's like the sweetest guy ever. He makes he makes a what was it called? Winnie the Pooh or what do you call him? The, the Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh did the the teddy bear. Yeah, 
Yeah, he makes him look like a hardcore metal artist. Okay, so you just beat up, bullied this poor guy to shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it was the the week before his wedding, so he didn't look... Put a rat in a cage with a snake. I wonder how that's going to end up. Pretty much like that. But the thing was, um, we choked him out so many times, and uh, once we choked him out, and when he woke up, we pulled down his pants, and we put... Uh, Fucked his mouth. No, no, we put uh, oh, we I, put soap in his hands, and we pretended that he's just jerking himself yeah. off, and that he was... He woke up and he was already jerked off. You're finished. <laughs> Would you do that go to have, your friend? Go have, I've done worse things to my friends. I've done worse things to my friends than my, my enemies. <laughs> That's how they know they're my friends, is how badly they're treated. You, you once showed me uh, with pictures a tour you had in, um, in California, like from southern up to northern. And yeah. you were just shitting in hotels and everything. Yeah. Who were you with on that tour to begin with? That was uh, Sam Tripoli, uh, Chris Neff. And Ari Shafir and myself, our cameraman. Uh, what was the name of the show? Of the, uh, the Monsters of Comedy. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah, okay, we, were, that we one. were just kind of I'm sitting with Chris in L.A. And he's pissing and moaning about not getting anything going. And so I said... Because he's a cunt? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so we, uh, I said, well, let's start a gang, more or less. Who do we want our gang? Called, I thought Sam and Ari would be a nice mix. We all have our own different things going on, and then we just started booking. Do, shows. do they do Sam Tripoli and Ari Shafir have dark comedy? Yeah, I think Ari more so. Sam's not. He has some. He works dirty too. There's a naughty show at the comedy store in Hollywood, which is coming up. If you're listening to this, go see the naughty show. It's fucking great. You been? Yeah, I was there with you. You took me to the festival. Yeah, it was amazing. So with with sex toys and everything. Yeah, it was crazy. It was a lot of fun. So. Alexis, te- Alexis Texas was there. Yeah, that. Um, and Black Nori, the girl with the the clover on her tat, black. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of porn stars there. Yeah, man, there's a lot. You're such a good role model, Jason. Thank you for taking me out there. I love uh, bringing these kind of green kids around with the fucking Hollywood scum. And the worst thing was that I am so anti-narcotics. I've never ever touched. I've I've been drinking there alcohol. There's a lot of weed in that room. Yeah. We were smoking up a storm, but um. And the weed was free. Yeah. Do you do you remember that? Yeah. It was free. Cookies, um, sex toys, everything. It's Hollywood, man. Yeah. Shit like that goes down. Yeah. So t- tell me about the tour. What was the tour tour, tour name again? Sorry. Uh, it was called Monsters of Comedy, and we just booked a bunch of shows all the way from LA up to Vancouver, and then we down did. to San Diego, right? No, we didn't go to San Diego. Uh, oh, did we? I go? think you went to Madhouse. Yeah, we did. We went to in San Diego. Where did we go? I think no, we went to La Jolla Comedy Store. But that's in San Diego. Yeah, that I can't remember. There were some zigzags. And then we just went right up the coast, up to Vancouver. Did I think we did 28 shows in 32 days or something like that. That's a lot. Yeah, we did a lot. How many minutes did you do each? Uh, we had a two-hour show. And depending on whether or not we needed a cheerleader or not, we'd throw our driver up, Will, who's a good uh, uh, person to get a, a unruly room focused. And, and man, he's a great MC. So we had him. Is he a comedian? Yeah, yeah he's a stand-up. He's from Kansas City, and he's uh, what you'd expect, you know, um, and uh, yeah, it was great. Hmm. It was good. So, but uh, you should... It won't ever happen again. Why? Um, I think every, everybody's going off in different directions. There wasn't really... It was more or less a, a bit of a, an experiment for us to see what we could do with nothing. And we made money, and we had fun, and uh, it was cool. Is it important for you to make money? Well, yeah, when you're hungry... You know, you got to feed yourself. 
and uh, pay your bills. Would you ever do anything criminal for money? No, those days are over. Yeah. When you were when you were 18 and you were hungry, would you steal something? Would you rob somebody? No, I was never a thief. I think at one time I think I took some money out of my mother's purse when I was a kid, but I felt so guilty. And uh but no, I'm not a thief. Hello? <laughs> he's fucking just staring at me, man. He's got he's got this fucking shitty microphone, so we have to talk like two inches from here in this restaurant. There's like all these nice like women around, and they think we're having our anniversary thing. And you're handing me an engagement ring, and and be I won't in my mouth or something. It looks like a six toe with a vibrator, like the penis ring. No, it doesn't. It looks like some jackass holding the headphones <laughs> up in the air. Uh, Jason, do you still skate? Uh, I'm gonna try and get back into. I gotta get into shape. I'm really out of shape. I just. Why don't you start jujitsu? I might. I might. Because you seem to love it. Yeah, I, I think you, I like you follow I, TUF, right? I, I got a. Uh, I got some injuries that I'm uh, not too keen on uh, having open up again. I got a lot of metal in my elbow, and anything that would hyperextend, uh, could, I end up maybe losing my arm. You'd have to amputate. That would be cool. Would it? It would fit your style. Just one arm, but I'd have a fucking sword put on it, man, and I just start fucking chopping people's heads off. That Game of Thrones—that's all I think about now—is shooting a baby with an eye with a crossbow. I have a lot of friends that in the game that's uh, that are actors in the Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, that's cool. Swedish martial artists. Great, uh, great, uh, great show. Yeah. All right, well, uh, Jason, we gotta we gotta go. We gotta go to the train station with yeah. you now, and. But so uh, heading to Stockholm now. Remember, check out JasonRouse.com or check Twitter. out Twitter or JasonRouse666 and my fan page and all that other horseshit. And Instagram. Uh, uh, good luck. With what? No one knows. Good luck. What, what do you want to be when you were big? <laughs> what do I want to be when I was big? Yeah. I wanted to be a fire truck. But instead of water, I just spray urine all over people. That sounds like Bart Simpson's Tom Thomas the Train. Did I just piss everywhere? Yeah. All right, then. Thank you very much, Jason, for coming to Snappy Comedy Club, and thank you for having a podcast with us. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, having me. It was a pleasure, and we'll see you soon. I hope so. How much do I own you now? Puss, puss. <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>